Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, good morning, Chicago, or afternoon, soon, soon to be afternoon, or it is afternoon here, at least in the central region of the states. But uh, hey, listen, we're broadcasting out here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, also on the internet. So if you don't have the app yet, go out there and get the app, download it, so you can hear us from anywhere in the world. And I'd like to uh, welcome a special guest today we're going to have on air that I know you're going to want to hear more about, Mr. Marty Ozinga with Ozinga, the famous Ozinga Concrete Manufacturing Company, and all lots of other things he's going to share with us today. It's more than that. But Jennifer, we got somebody we'd like to thank today, and I'd like to introduce Jennifer Villarreal, yeah. my co-host today. Hello, I didn't m- mess up your name. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it was cl- close. Um, but you got some special things you'd like to share Yeah, with well, we want to thank eBiz Universe. Uh, they're an award-winning digital marketing firm here in Chicago that helps clients nationwide to get business through excellence in lead generation, SEO, social media marketing, and, of course, website design and development. Their clients love them. Check them out on their website, ebizuniverse.com, and see for yourself the awesome testimonials and award-winning services. Yeah, and one of the other cool things they do is they also help go out there and repair reputations. They yes. have a really cool app for that to go out and scrape the web to see if there's any uh, things that you don't want out there being told, told about you. So, <laughs> Or, you know, there's bad reviews and stuff like that, things yeah. that don't, kind of get missed. So, mm-hmm. And they're really cool. They yeah. are just neat. Thomas Varghese, he's yeah. our guy. He's our guy. He's terrific. Hey, well, listen, I can't wait to get at this. This has been a long time. He finally submitted to me after <laughs> a long chase. But, again, I'd like to introduce you to Marty Ozinga the fourth. Uh, the Ozinga family, uh, and he is the president of Ozinga. He's a fourth-generation family business serving Chicagoland and beyond since 1928. Ozinga is perhaps the best recognized for its red and white concrete mixers. Marty's the owner-operator of a business with his five brothers and one cousin. The seven of them have 32 children, the oldest of which is in high school and are planning to work there as summer jobs. How about it? Marty, welcome. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Happy to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this background, this family, because this is quite a tradition you got going on here. Yeah, we're, we're really proud of it and uh, just glad to, have, to be here to share some of that. Um, you know, the, the, the Ozinga family came to the United States uh, 126 years ago, wow. settled on the south side of Chicago in the Inglewood neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my great-grandpa at the time was uh, just about a year old. His family <laughs> came over. And um, in the 1920s, when he was an adult, he became a, a motorcycle-riding Cook County Sheriff's deputy in the Prohibition era. Whoa. And, um, you know, that was a, a hazardous uh, job. And yeah. he had five young children. And he decided at some point... You know this job's a little too hazardous, and I, right. I want I want to do something different. So he started his own business in the coal delivery business. So it was mm-hmm. uh, delivering coal door to door for home heating fuel at the time in the, in the village of Evergreen Park. Wow! And so that was 1928. Really? Yes. Now, when did the concrete come into play? Well, the con- the concrete, uh, came, the building materials, uh, uh, it was his sons came back from uh, World War II. Actually, during World War II, the business closed down for about two and a half years. Wow. Because his sons uh, got called away to World War II at about the time 
Uh, they took over the business. It was shortly after uh, Pearl Harbor. Mm. They were handed the business, and uh, all three of them got pulled away. And so it was closed down for a time. But when they came back, there was a post-war building boom mm-hmm. that was happening all over the United States. Right. But they took some of the delivery equipment that was used for the coal, and in the off-season, in the summertime in Chicago, was was uh, the, the coal, the busier season was the wintertime. Sure. So they would use some of that delivery equipment to start to deliver building materials to job sites, sand ah. and stone and bags of cement. And um, so the, for the first uh, number of years after World War II, building materials really uh, started moving quickly as the main right. business. And coal, as a home heating fuel, started phasing out. Right. And so it, it was a bit of a pivot mm-hmm. um, from uh, the coal delivery into the building materials. And concrete uh, was actually mixed on site for a number of years. And the unions, it was going to displace all kinds of labor to actually have this ready mix was like this new technology that was coming into place that was going to be very disruptive to a lot of labor. And, mm. and um, But eventually the unions brokered a deal with the, the Teamsters and some of the laborers and whatnot. And uh, it was about 1950 that ready mix concrete, uh, you know, making concrete at a, at a yard and then delivering it to the job. Uh, in these mixer trucks uh, started, and that really became the core business for us, and it continues to be up until today. Yeah, you're up in my neck of the woods now. You took over a concrete place up there on 41. Um, I think it's some 41 or 43, I can't remember. Yeah, 41, uh, yeah. 41, yeah. yeah, which had been something else before that. Yeah, and, we, uh, we, we like I said, we were South Siders for a long, long time. Right. Um, and uh, over time, we've grown mm-hmm. uh, to cover the entire Chicago metro area. And, um, you know, this, this north side is, 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 is a little bit new territory for us. We're learning some things up here, but uh, we're, we're excited to be up but in, you know, in the north suburbs. Are you outside the state here? We're up in uh, Wisconsin, okay. so we go all the way up to Milwaukee. Yeah. And then we go um, as far sort of to the east as like Elkhart Goshen over in Indiana. Right. And then up into the southwest of Michigan a little bit. And then uh, we have an operation in Miami, Florida as well. Wow. So. Wow. So we're a little bit spread out, and we're doing some jobs all over the country for different types of businesses that we're getting into. So yeah. more and more, we're spreading our wings to other parts of the country. Well, Marty, I would love to know why you're so passionate about this work that you do. Why do you see this maybe as a calling? Yeah, I, I you know, it's interesting. I, I grew up in uh, around the business. Uh, as I said, the, the family, uh, I grew up in Evergreen Park where the business was founded. And so I would see the trucks all over the place. And people would come to me at times and you know say, what a great company if they heard my last name, because the last name's on the door. And so there was always a sense of pride about the work. And I, I think, you know, somewhere uh, God was just planting seeds in my heart and my mind about maybe working for the family business someday. And I wasn't sure you know, if I always wanted to do that, I mean, when I was a kid, I think I wanted to play for the White Sox, you know, more than <laughs> go work for the family business. But, uh, you know, at some point, God God made it clear that I wasn't much of a baseball player. But, um, you know, over time, uh, you know, certain doors close and certain doors open. And it's very clear to me as I've gotten older that this is right where God has made me to be and, mm-hmm. and wants me to be. And you know, in, in my daily life, I'm 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 trying to understand what His will is for me, and and be obedient to that, and get excited about what He's calling me to today, and make sure that I'm in His will, and um, you know, I'm passionate about following Him, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy that, and 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 He's led me to this opportunity that that I've been given, and I want to make the most of it while I while I can. So, 
I'm just curious. You know, to sustain a business through four generations is doing quite a bit. As you know, the statistical information is just right. way against that. Yep. So what's the, what's the secret with your family? Well, first of all, you know, we, we always give honor and glory to God for it. I mean, it's really supernatural. As you said, the statistics are, you know, it's you get getting from into the fourth generation and then even the fifth generation, it's, it's less than a 1% survival right. rate at some point. And uh, so we, we've acknowledged that this is somewhat of a supernatural thing. I mean, this is not very common. Right. It's very unusual. And uh, we we really um, have said, hey, you know, the odds are against us, and particularly in our generation, uh, being the fourth, We and so we need to, to regularly go to God in prayer and ask him for help. And so we are very, very fortunate that all seven of us are believers mm-hmm. and, and we're equally yoked in that sense. And so we have a regular standing time together where the seven of us come together to try not to talk about business issues because that tends to be where we gravitate towards the sure. business operations, yeah. but just to pray for things um, wow. um, interpersonally, things that we're dealing with or struggling with or or things that are going on around, uh, you know, coworkers issues, you know, with their families and whatnot. And just pray, just pray for the business and pray that we get along and that things that would tend to divide people like, you know, jealousy and envy mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, we see Other that things. a lot with family-run businesses, oh, and there's boy. a lot of yeah. different dynamics and things going on. It can on. creep in. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. creep in just human nature. And, uh, you know, if you don't have good communication and trust built, like any team, you know, it, it, those things can easily creep in and start to divide us. And, and we know that you can never take it for granted that that can happen anytime. So, yeah. yeah. Is this a tradition that's been going on with your family over a period of time? Um, it, it's definitely a tradition that... Um, you know, we, we're sort of uh, first and foremost to honor and glorify God with right. the business. We see the business as something, as, as worship unto the Lord. So um, as far as uh, coming together uh, to pray, mm-hmm. um, definitely I know previous generations had done that. Um, okay. They'd had devotional times and prayer times. Um, my mom uh, really r- raised uh, us with that strong emphasis, the six of us brothers. Uh, she was sort of a prayer warrior, and, uh, and she, yeah. she was always big on prayer groups and just prayer being powerful. And, yeah. and so I, I'd have to give a lot of credit to her for, for, for her, her influence, certainly. Good shout out for those moms. There. Yeah, How yeah, Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up. Yeah. That's great. That is terrific. Well, obviously, in any of this, and I think we kind of alluded to this, you guys have challenges, right? So what some of the challenges you guys faced here, particularly in this era that you're, we've been going into? You know, you had the crash of the of the 08 and 10 and all that with particularly in your industry. How did you guys fare through that? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we are very much in a cyclical industry, um, you know, we're the, the construction industry, and, and, and particularly during the, the Great Recession, it was hit hard. Right. You know, we lost 60% of our, our, our activity in, a, in about a three-year stretch. Wow. Um, and we're in a very capital-intensive type of business, yes. you know, with assets that, um, you know, you don't buy just for a year. You, you know, they should last 10 years, and you got to make sort of bets on, you know, the next 10 years when you buy a truck, say, or a plant, or right. even longer. And so, yeah, it's something that uh, we're always uh, contending with. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, it's, it's, it's trying to make uh, wise decisions with what God's entrusted to us and then hang on to him when things really start to go south or, right. you know, something – and that, that always keeps us grounded, I think. I bet you guys were on your knees a lot during that period, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, especially when there's no end in sight and, you know, it's like a falling knife that you're trying to figure out how to grab onto. And, uh, yeah, I mean, 
we try to stay on we try to stay on our knees at both ends of the cycle but for sure that that one for sure you're there so well marty i am looking forward to hearing more about how you incorporate your faith and work in the next segment but also we want to let our listeners know that they can text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988 with the keyword ozinga and that's o-z-i-n-g-a and you're going to be entered to win a few um prizes right some some swag from ozinga yeah (laughs) we're going to have you branded really well with our stuff. So. <laughs> so make sure you text us here, 224-404-1988 with that keyword Ozinga. And we have three gift certificates to give away uh, worth $25 each. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, welcome back. We're here in studio with Marty Ozinga IV, uh, the Ozinga folks that you see all the trucks run around, red and white trucks run around the concrete and the building materials business. So, uh, Jennifer, I know that you had a special question you'd like to ask Marty. Yeah, Marty, I would love to know more about how you incorporate your faith and work. What does that look like for you guys on a consistent basis? Sure. We, um, For me personally, I, I mean, I try to start my day, um, you know, in prayer and in God's word and on my knees just praying through, um, you know, this ACTS acronym of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. That's meant a lot to me. And I think about my day ahead and uh, I think about the people I'm going to be interacting with and um, to how, how can I, you know, in my relationship with them, how can I have this impact, this kingdom impact on them, this eternal impact on them? And so my, my hope and prayer is that, you know, God's would manifest himself through that, you know, through our interactions. And, and we often, you know, try to bring in like with our meetings, uh, oftentimes, or, or, or big company gatherings, we will open those with prayer to just acknowledge God that he is, you know, responsible for us. Mm-hmm. He's a creator and sustainer of life. And, um, you know, he loves us. And, uh, and then we ask him for wisdom and guidance that we need him and that we want this business to be for his honor and glory. So, um, there's a lot of our folks who are reflecting, I think, the fruits of the Spirit with the way they're treating people, particularly people in crisis or just being caring and compassionate for people. And mm-hmm. that's where I see it most manifested, just people who really, truly care about each other. Yeah. And you see, you know, you see God at work in, in, interpersonally that people with their coworkers. I'm just curious, what advice would you give someone who wants to incorporate their faith into their work, but they're a little hesitant to do that? You know, I, I would say um, it starts with us. You know, you got to look in the mirror and, 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 and know that your heart is right before the Lord. And then, you know, just just flow it from there and, 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 and trust that he's going to be at work when he's working through you. Mm-hmm. It's going to start to, you know, sort of spill over into other people's lives around you. I think he's going to bless you and I think he's going to bless other people as we do that. And I think, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, I've been asked, you know, because we are pretty bold at times with what we stand for and what we believe as far as our faith, we don't mind. And I would just encourage people that I would say a hundred to one, I get affirmed more than criticized or, um, you know, sort of ostracized or whatnot. Now, maybe it's, you know, some of it is because we're, you know, that's our culture and, and it's acceptable and whatnot. So I understand other people are in unique circumstances, but even, even publicly, whether it's online or, or whatnot, mostly people are appreciative that we still live in a country that you have this freedom to share what your deepest convictions are all about. Mm-hmm. And they may not agree, but at the end of the day, I think we should feel uh, 
encouraged that that we can share our deepest convictions yeah. our faith especially convictions. if we're doing that in love too yeah. and the yeah. holy spirit will do the yeah. convicting we don't have to try to convince other people right so yeah. we've learned that through our apologetics group yep we sure <laughs> have yeah and and being you know uh, you know i think it, what happens at least what i'd see marty is there's a level of respect that's given to that because the fact that you are bold enough to do it, mm-hmm. because a lot of people are shying away from that, yeah, because you know, they're getting labeled or like you said, and we they put us in a box or something like that. Yeah, but. I think there's more. There tends to be more fear, sort of a political incorrectness or whatever, right. than than is even necessary. Right. Um, I think that, that God blesses us when, uh, you know, when when you're a kid, you said, "Don't hide under a bushel." You know, I mean, right. just just really live out your faith. And again, Jennifer, like you said, we're not here to bowbury be people with with mm-hmm. it or or condemn them or, mm-hmm. you know, to me, the, the greatest manifestation is love, you mm-hmm. know, for people. Yeah. And, and you know, who's going to argue with that? Yeah. And living it out, like yes. you said, living yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we talk a lot about inspired, equip, and encouraged by the walk of the leader. Because yeah. that's what people are looking at. Because oftentimes the talk sometimes belies the walk. Yeah. So walking it is uh, really, especially with these millennials, they're watching that like yeah. a hawk, you know, because they've seen a lot of the talk. Yeah, I want my actions to speak louder than my words. I yep. mean, with my kids, with my yep. coworkers, with other people come I come in contact with. So, Well, I know you were involved also, Mary, would you just kind of go a little side bend here because of, of this particular thing, but you're also involved in CEO forum group that is all faith-based. So. Yes. You want to comment on that a little bit, if that's helped you at all? Sure. It, the, the name of the group is Convene. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a national uh, group that can, uh, brings together um, Christian CEOs. Um, and it's it's a community of, of, of people uh, that come together. You know, oftentimes it's 12 to 15 uh, CEOs. And I'm part of a group that's facilitated um, by uh, a leader who's, that's his full-time job to do. Mm-hmm. And he does a great job of uh, keeping us on track. But it's 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 just another example of being in a community of like-minded people mm-hmm. uh, who love the Lord and and who are dealing with a lot of different things. I mean, business, right. you know, a lot of times people have these glamorous ideas about business people, <laughs> Inc. Magazine or things like this. Right. But the reality is, you know, business is very humbling. Yep. You, know, it, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, like not just throughout the year or years, throughout right. the day, yep. you know, and, and, and when you hear other people are going through a lot of different challenges at work or at home, you know, to be able to be that for people is it's it's a nice forum to be able to do that. We always like to find out from our guests uh, if they have fi- favorite Bible verses or things that really kind of really resonate with them, and and that also may be through stages of your life or your career. But do you have some of those? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I, I think as a kid, I, I would hear this um, maybe from both my um, grandpas, but uh, this uh, Proverbs three, five, and six has always been a favorite of mine. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not yep. on your own understanding. Yep. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. You know, it's just this idea that he's leading the way. I don't need to. I don't need to trust my own intellect. I need to use it. What he's the gifts he's given me, but I don't. I don't. Ultimately, I'm not trusting in myself. I'm trusting in him to lead the way. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, that's really good. Well, Marty, what about some words of wisdom? You know, is there anything that you would have given your younger self, knowing what you know now? You know, I think when when I came out of school. Um, I, I was very ambitious, uh, and I wanted to sort of conquer Rome in a day, so to speak. Um, you know, I, on the one hand, life moves very fast. On the other hand, you know, your career is a bit of a marathon, and mm-hmm. you, and I think young young people sometimes um, their ambition can can at least for me it did where it can get a little bit ahead of me. It got a little bit ahead of me where I was trying to do too much too fast, and I think again. Going back to understanding what God's will is for us, we don't want to be too much or do too much um, mm-hmm. at any given time. And uh, I would say, 
you know, just try to be patient with the results, still, still maintain my ambition and enthusiasm. Don't, don't let, you know, older people, if, if, if you will, you know, to, to be a wet blanket over it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if the results aren't showing up, don't, don't try to get ahead of the, you know, of, of God or, or other people, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's going to take some patience. What do you think happens when, when you did that or when people do that, when they try to go too fast? Well, all of a sudden you're running so fast and you look behind, no one's following. <laughs> so, I mean, you're not a leader at that point, you know, yeah. it's like, well, where is everybody? You know? Right. Exactly. And, and, kind of burning and, yourself out too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're chasing, burning the candle chasing after that so-called success instead of chasing after God. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you know, that those are very wise words. And, and well, at what point did you get this in your career? You know, it, 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 I think it, it's a daily sort of thing that's, you know, the, like I said, business can be very humbling, you right. know. And, uh, you know, the, the, I, I just, there was a lot of smackdowns early on, you know, <laughs> where you just sort of, you learn your lessons enough times and, you know, you, you get tired of getting, like, body slammed. And I'm, by, I'm sure there's family members who are helping yeah, you with sure, that, Yeah, right? sure, sure, yeah. So, I mean, it's a lifelong, lear- you know, process to learn and, and, uh, and, you know, but perseverance is a big part of it, too. You know, not, yep. not, not being so afraid of, of, you know, you know, dust yourself back up, you know, often get back up and keep, keep trying to do it and do it a little yeah. bit better than you did it last time. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, you're in a tough business, you know, that's a yeah. tough business that you're in. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's, there's some stories, but yeah. yeah. There is. Hey, you know, all of us, I, I know myself, I've got people and I know Jennifer does also looks back the people that kind of inspired you or that you look up to, or maybe were mentors in your life. Do you have some of that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, ours is a family business and, um, you know, my, my, the forebearers of our family and and the and the coworkers that have been there before us have modeled just incredible generosity and and sacrificial love and and just perseverance under under trial and different things my um my grandpa and then you know my dad has been my biggest mentor at work mm-hmm. um he just always had the time to uh take for me to and, and and coach me and 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 just and just watch how he does things and he's just a very generous person and uh you know he's he's been a real uh, model for me and my brothers to you know from he's a, he's extremely uh, visionary and uh just a real astute business person but he's also someone who loves the lord and it would be his first to give him the honor and the glory for for his, any success he has i guess there's somebody else so it's pretty pretty important to you yeah i mean one, one person um that is the most important, other than God, is my wife. There uh, you I've go. Been, yeah, I've been married uh, for uh, uh, 20 years this year, and uh, she's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she's you know uh, just my my teammate. You know, in, in raising our six kids, and uh, she's a big cheerleader for me at work. And um, you know, it's it's a joy to be uh, partnered with her. I, I I was just saying last night how much I appreciate uh, you know everything she does to help me do what I can, who I yeah. am. So. Well, it's great to have that partner and that encourager. Uh, Marty, how do you encourage, though, your um, customers or vendors or people that you work with? Yeah, we try to, like I said earlier, I mean, every interaction we want to be one that is full of integrity and uh, encourages people. I really try to get beyond just the transaction that's in front of us. And, and really, when you know, there's another thing, you know, going back to t- coaching my younger self. I used to think that was sort of a frivolous waste of time to ask someone how their date, you know, how's their family and things. Wait a minute, aren't you just kind of like this is this is not what does this have to do with business? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, what I've learned is that you know we're all uh, human beings and, and we're all in relationships and and our, the expectation is that uh, we care about each other and and that will be sort of the 
the the grease that's you know helps things mm-hmm. work well. So it's it's an important part of. Uh, those relationships. Yeah, those relationships are definitely important. And we want to maintain relationships with our listeners, too. So we want you to text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988. We'd love to hear your feedback as well as send us the keyword Ozinga, and that's O-Z-I-N-G-A. And Marty, what are they going to get access to? Well, there's um, many different things that they can look for. The Ozinga Kids Club is one of the things that uh, they have in the Ozinga store. and Yeah, the Ozinga store. So we're yeah. going to give you guys um, a chance to win three prizes, $25 each, to pick up some T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, you know, Ozinga swag. Yes. So make sure you text us here to 224-404-1988, and we'll be right back with Marty Ozinga. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here again with our my co-host, uh, Jennifer Villarreal, which is doing a bang-up job for us out there. If you haven't been out there and check us out on Facebook and all the other things she's doing, please do. And we've got the conversational apologetics going. Lots of really neat stuff, but... Uh, we want to focus on Mr. Marty Ozinga the Fourth that's in studio with us today. And one of the things we'd really like to get to know is what the heck does Ozinga do, Marty? Yeah, well, I think it's for, I think one of the important things to to sort through right off the bat is you know the difference between cement and concrete. Mm. You know, this, a lot of people interchange those. In fact, at a young age, kids are getting corrupted with. <laughs> you know, calling one the wrong thing here. So I want to just clarify okay. that, you know, we're making concrete in those mixers. Right. Uh, cement is one of the key raw ingredients we mix with sand ah. and stone and water along with the cement. Okay. And, and, and a, a, a sort of a hydration process takes place. Uh, to the, so we can, once we make that, put that concrete, uh, the cement and the water and the sand and the con- uh, aggregate together in those mixers, we got to deliver that stuff within... You know, maybe thirty minutes really? from when we when we start mixing it. That's what, that's another reason why it's mixing, just to make sure that it's not hardening. Right. And um, you know, it, it, so it's a it's a real sort of perishable nature to the product. Wow. And and that we actually timestamp our delivery tickets so you know when it's batched. And and the state, for instance, only allows for so much time to put it down, or else they'll reject the load and send it back. So okay. it's a real time sensitive product. But that's one of the that's the main uh, business we're in. But we're also um, you know, in in delivering uh, other products like aggregates, and you know these are these are uh, not as time sensitive things, but we're using um, boats and barges, and mm. we have docks uh, up and down the Illinois River, and so we're terminaling other third party things. We're also um, uh, making uh, uh, compressed natural gas stations for people, so we're selling natural gas to to the public, but we're also fueling our own fleet with natural right. gas instead of diesel. This is something we switched to five or six years ago. It's much more sort of environmentally friendly, and, yep. and it's more stable in the price. And so you know, United States, all of a sudden, in, in the last 10 years, has realized we're sitting on sort of the Saudi Arabia of, of natural gas here. Right. And so we're building stations for people all over the country now who, who need those. So, But as far as our, our materials and our concrete, we're, we're delivering to pat, you know, ba- patios in the backyard or, or skyscrapers and big roads and, and bridges. And, you know, so everything, you know, small things, big things, right. we're, we're a part of, uh, the, you know, the, the uh, construction landscape all, all so throughout So it's Chicago. residential and commercial. Yes. And it's the red and white trucks that we see on the yes. road. Yes. And so when they're spinning like that, it's making concrete. Is that correct? That's correct. Mm. Yeah. And it has yeah. to be delivered within 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, about. You know, it can wow. be a little bit longer. We do put some chemicals in there that, mm-hmm. you know, that can make it go a little faster, go a little slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's a good 
rule of thumb that, you know, we want to be within about 30 minutes of where we're, where we're making it. I'm always kind of curious, Mary, because I go to other states, in particular like Minnesota and some other states, it seems like their roads hold up a lot longer or better. Is there something magic about what they're doing versus what we're doing down here? Well, they're probably doing more concrete than asphalt there. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but, you know, we, the, the um, you know, a lot of it, um, you know, believe it or not, sometimes um, environments that are stakeholder mm-hmm. for longer, it it's the freezing thawing cycles over and over and over that really takes a toll on roads. Ah, okay. So, you know, you, you might get a hundred different sites. You know, Chicago, it's, it was snowing one oh, day yeah, and it's 70 degrees another. Tell me about it. You know, that's not just bad for the flowers. That's bad for the, <laughs> for the roads, too. Yeah, so sure. sometimes in these colder climates, believe it or not, it's, you know, it's maybe better than these multiple freeze-thaw cycles over and over and over again. Yeah, that you know, but I, I know I've seen some, uh, the illustrate, matter of fact, um, uh, Gary, um, I'm trying to think of the paving company. Raybine? Raybine, yeah, yeah Gary, uh, was showing me one day when, on some of those test pads they have out there about the uh, stuff that comes through the concrete yeah, drains and per- all that stuff. Yeah, pervious concrete, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that yeah, we can, yeah, yeah, sure enough. I mean, you know, we're having these 100-year storms every right. other week now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so they're looking for more and more infrastructure that allows stormwater to run through it. And, and you know, we can make concrete now that allows stormwater to ride right into the aquifer and, and go right, you know, instead of wow. surging the uh, sewer system and into the river and everything else. Or building up on the road. Exactly. And all that exactly. Stuff, right? So, so that dangerous. is an option. You know, with 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 pavers or concrete, you can you yeah. can make these filter filtering pavements. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. So there is science to it, and there's some. Uh, it's evolving, right? Yes. Oh, that's yes. great. Yes, the technology is changing all the time, and and uh, you know we're we're trying to find ways to make uh, materials more sustainable and more environmentally friendly, and you know it's a big push our yeah. industry trying to do all uh, the time. Yeah, so. my admiration for a just the the propane thing you're doing because yeah. that is huge, particularly for you guys are all over the place all the time. So helping the environment is yeah, really we're really cool. excited about it. Yeah, you should be. Um, what kind of resources did you would you recommend equip other entrepreneurs and people like yourself? Well, there's you know there's there's you know like you said earlier there's podcasts like this yep. one you know you can go whether you're commuting to to uh, to and from work you can find great podcasts to listen to I try to do a lot of that mm-hmm. um, you know I, I as I said earlier I I, I think God's word uh, is something that is an absolute for those who are believers it, it sharpens our minds and kind of helps us keep an eternal perspective on on why we do what we do Do you find there's a difference when you start with the word at the beginning of your day versus not starting off your I do. I do. I but I you know I try to you know for me it's it's you try to get as much as you can you mm-hmm. know before we, when you wake up and when you go to bed and mm-hmm. in between um but definitely every time I you know you, you think particularly you hear it over and over and over like there's nothing else to learn after you've read it a number of times but every single time even when you think you know that you learn a lot mm-hmm. you you continue to learn oh, a lot yeah. it's yeah. living and active it's wow. a double edged sword so it's it's really something that you you just got to keep going back to so it sounds like continue, be a continuous learner and, yes. and leaders are leaders so yes. it's just that's a yeah we've made thing. we've made learning lifelong learning one of our core values at work and that's it's just great. it's just something no matter what season of life you're not challenge our people that you just keep trying to learn mm-hmm. well how do you manage everything marty with you know your your family the work you know personal life everything how do you stay organized or productive it's it's a challenge, you know. It's a challenge to uh, to make sure that you don't get burnt out. I, I think um, I, one of the things I've done lately is, you know, when I get home, um, you know, for me the phone tends to be I, I get enslaved by the by all the mm. things coming to me on the phone. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've I've decided that hey, when I pull into the drive in the garage at home at night, I'm going to turn off the phone until the next morning. Now I know everybody doesn't isn't able to. 
mm-hmm. to have that same luxury. But uh, And then on Sundays, Saturday night into Monday morning, I, I've turned the phone off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's helped me reset a little bit and, and really helped me be present with my wife, with my kids. And, and turn it off because it's, it's hard nowadays yeah. with the smartphone well, I think to that's the key word is being present. So I would like to encourage our listeners to see how they can do that. And maybe it, it may be just eliminating notifications from email or, you know, you check it when you're able to instead of at the request of everything else. I can't believe it. I'm hearing a lot of old school stuff coming back like day timers. Actually, oh, really? people using yeah. paper again, paper and pen. Yeah, wow. I, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, wow, well, I was right. You know, I go all the way back to Palm Pilot, all that stuff before it even got crazy. Hey, uh, what would be some fun, interesting, cool, inspiring, or something somebody doesn't know about you, Marty, that you could tell tell the folks out there? Well, um, you know, I think uh, one, one of the things that uh, is um, I, we're we're proud of is 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 our kids. Uh, the, I have three boys and and three girls. Um, 16 years old down to uh, almost three now, and uh, life is very full with them. Um, other than that, I mean, we're I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a lifelong uh, sports fan, Chicago sports fan. Uh, um, you know, I, I love Chicago sports, and um, just being with um, you know the the uh, the my brothers, you know, working together, that's a real joy. Um, it, but as far as uh, other things, we live in the city. We really enjoy being a part of the city of Chicago. There's really, uh, you know, a lot of uh, wonderful people in the city of Chicago that we enjoy. You had something happen to you when you were 10, I understand. Yeah, when I was uh, 10 years old, um, you know, it was sort of a dream come true. Uh, I think it was at a silent uh, charitable auction or something. My dad won an opportunity for me to be an honorary bat boy for the oh, White Sox. Boy. So, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, that, that was as close as I came to playing for the White Sox. I was in the dugout for the whole game, and I got to bring the bats in and park them in there. And uh, the White Sox were terrible at the time, but I still it was still quite a dream come true for me, but... Yeah, okay. that's really great. Well, what can you tell us a little bit more about um, Ozinga Kids Club? Sure. This is this is kind of an interesting uh, situation. I, I had you know this was not my idea, but I, I our, some of our folks came up with this concept, and um, you know we we, we sort of advertised uh, this idea of Ozinga Kids Club, which was an opportunity for us to interact and engage with uh, kids in the community. And just, you know, have them teach, you know, about certain things, cement and concrete and the difference and just some educational tools and stuff. And um, and, and some little freebies here on their birthday and that kind of thing. That's fun. And, uh, you know, one of the things we didn't realize was, some, some, you know, there's these moms groups out there on Facebook and whatnot. And all of a sudden this thing just went viral. <laughs> and we have <laughs> tens of thousands of kids in our kids club. So we're figuring out how to best manage that now. So. Well, and then uh, our listeners can go to ozinga.com and find out more about Absolutely. the kids club there. Yeah. Okay, that's great. What's a Bright Promise Fund? Is that this? Yeah, Bright Promise Fund is, is, a, is a scholarship. Uh, raising fundraising uh, organization that helps urban Christian schools. Uh, it's a network of schools in and around the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. and um, they're also a uh, scholarship granting organization with the state of Illinois. There's an Invest in Kids program that allows people to get a, uh, a refund of 75% of their income tax when they give a gift. Mm-hmm. Wow! Uh, so it's a big program that that's pretty new that a lot of people don't know about. So it's something that how uh, they is find exciting. that out there. Oh, listeners. Uh, there's that? Invest in Kids uh, on the Illinois. On the Illinois has a website for investing kids, or else okay. Bright Promise. You Bright can Promise. Google Bright Promise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. And how can our listeners get in contact with you? Uh, LinkedIn is a great place to to connect with me, or or they can reach me by email. My email is 
uh, mo4 at ozaga.com. Feel free to email me. Wow, that was bold. That was bold. <laughs> I think you should have seen the look that I just gave him. <laughs> that was bold. It's, my, it's not my cell phone. But. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, we also want to be able to give you some prizes here, um, some generous gifts. So we have three gift certificates for you to go to the Ozinga Company store. They have t-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, right? All kinds of fun yeah. swag. And just make sure that you text us here at 224-404-1988 with the keyword Ozinga. And we want to hear from you too. Let us know how we're doing. If you want yeah. any specific guests for us to interview or any tips for Bob and I, we yep. want to hear from you. Yeah, Bob needs a lot of tips. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, well, listen, we want you to stay tuned for the next segment. We're going to roundtable a great subject, and Marty is certainly a guy that can really help us here. And what kind of example do you set for your coworkers? We've heard a few of those things already. I'm excited to hear some more things that maybe they're doing out there. So stay tuned for our next segment. We're going to get into uh, our book of Proverbs for Business. We'll be right back. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back again with our special guest, Marty Ozinga IV of the Ozinga family. And uh, today's topic is going to be, what kind of example do you set for your coworkers? And we have some scripture here. It is by his deeds that a lad distinguishes himself if his conduct is pure and right. Proverbs twenty eleven. Marty, you alluded to some stories, you know, about you know things that happen within the company. You got a couple things that you can share with us as far as this kind of thing would go, you know, as far as the subject of giving examples. Well, I, I see it especially when people are in crisis. I mean, mm-hmm. all of us are going to be in crisis at some point, losing a loved one or going through it. You know, people have gone through divorce or have addictions or or a serious illness or injury or something something right. happens. And I, you know, I just see it most at work when coworkers who are working close together rally around those mm. people outside of the walls of the workplace. I'm not just saying inside the walls of the mm-hmm. workplace, but they're, you know, they're they're ministering to them at home. They're helping them out with their families or whatnot. We see a lot of that kind of stuff from our people, and to me, that is um, a, a, a sort of the fruit of having a culture of of care and concern and compassion. Um, and and people having the freedom and the latitude to to yeah. uh, to take care of those kind of things when the when 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 those things happen because they're going to happen. So yep. you know we see we just daily we you know there's examples of you know it could be something as simple as a as a note or a hug or you know something you know someone you know who who's just recently lost a spouse or some you know that those are really difficult circumstances and I think you know to see our coworkers react. Something also that that's really encouraging to me is I've ha- actually had spouses of our coworkers come to me and said, "My spouse is different. Our home life is so much better wow. since they started working for you." And I just want to tell you that. And to wow. me, there's no greater compliment than something that's like amazing. that. It's, it, it is amazing to me yeah. to hear that from someone's spouse to say that our home life is different since they started working at your company. I just want to thank you for that. And wow. it's it just has a that huge, ripple effect, yes, right? It really yes. does. I mean, we spend so much time in the workplace and then we go home and, you know, that's a reflection, right, of how our day went. Sometimes we could be exhausted, but if you can be that extra encouragement or share something with them and then, you know, you go out into the marketplace or wherever into the community and then 
we're interacting with strangers. And, right. Well, know. just like what you said before, people, strangers will come up to you when they see Ozinga and they're, they're relaying something positive yeah. about mm-hmm. the company or your workers or something yeah. like that. And of course, you, you're touched by the Ozinga family, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So my aunt has been working with Ozinga for 17 years. So yeah, shout wow. out to her. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. and who's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth, okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I know Elizabeth her as Quebec, actually. Uh, okay. I just outed her nickname. <laughs> <laughs> she's great, by the way. Yeah, yeah she's uh, awesome. Yeah, you know, and, and I've had those experiences in my career. Also, I went through a, a Christian business group for about 10 years, and really, I, I tell you, what came out of that was just a whole changing my perspective, a 180-degree change for me. A, that it was God's business, it wasn't mine, right. it was a gift. Uh, that reported to these three guys called God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And also that, you know, the Bible is the foundational uh, for any leadership, any yeah. business, anything, you know, mm-hmm. in life. It's all there. It's very foundational. Yeah, yeah that model and, of integrity. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and hard work, too. And work. Well, hard work, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen it personally in businesses. You know, I'm working with a Christian business-led business right now out in Plainfield. And uh, I think it's probably one of the folks you know. And uh, gosh, it's just the way he shows up out there and the way that the whole mm-hmm. thing, it's very Being it's that model. Really exciting to me. I've had the privilege of working with Christian businesses that are outstanding companies that lead, you know, their meetings in prayer and do all those kind of things. And it's yeah. the exception. Yeah. But you can see it reflected through yeah. the whole organization. Well, Marty, I like what you said before, though, on um, being open to sharing about where people feel safe about sharing addictions or crisis that they're in. I think that's really important. I know yeah. I've done that in my business where I've shared my testimony mm-hmm. and um, and being vulnerable. And uh, that allows other people then to show up and maybe share as well. And I think that's another way that we could be a model to people, letting them know that, hey, like we're human, too. Our life mm-hmm. is not yeah. always just this highlight that we see like on social media. Oh, yeah. What do you think about that, Bob? <laughs> well, you know my story, 36 years in the desert. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely um, will tell you that, you know, part of leadership, great leadership is that humility, you know, and being vulnerable. And you're not perfect. It's just that simple. Uh, asking for help, you know, and genuinely giving help when it's when it's needed and support to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, to me, is the hallmark of great leadership. You mentioned somebody earlier that you had come into your business, uh, Harry Kramer, mm-hmm. which we love to death here because he, he's been terrific and what an inspiration he is. Mm-hmm. Value-based leadership yep. and that whole thing that he's done. And we've had a number of them. You're going to have another visitor out there, I understand, that hopefully is going to be here joining us shortly. It's Dr. Nicholas Pierce. Yeah, we're and, very excited uh, about that. Yeah, and you're in the middle of his book. So. Yep. So is there stuff that you are reading, any particular things that you've pulled out of readings that you've had, Marty, that's helped you with some of this? Well, Dr. Pierce's book is something I'm, I'm um, listening to right now on, mm-hmm. on the Audible. Um, you know, his book is Purpose Path, and it's, it just talks about that, you know, we all have uh, not just a job or even a career, but a, a vocation, a calling. Right. And, um, you know, it, it, there's something um, that we should all feel about. Uh, that alignment of what we're called to as Christians mm. and, and that make sure that the, it's aligned with our passions at work. Right. And uh, when, when that alignment does happen that, uh, you know, there's so much more purpose and joy and fulfillment and satisfaction that comes with your daily activity. And, and it can it, be incorporated in our work. A lot of people oh, yeah. think it yeah. needs to be, yeah, separate, to be separate, right? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think, I, I don't know. Because I, well, part of it is, too, that people don't, I think that part of it is, it's not really genuinely hugely recognized that work is ministry. Hmm. Mm. I mean, it's the biggest kind of ministry you possibly could have when you think about it. 
Yeah, um, I mean, so and the, when you when you think about the hours of your life, yeah. I mean, mo, mo, I, I would argue more hours, you know, yeah. in your adult life are spent at work than right. You know, so it's 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 worship. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and, and, it is, and, and it's an opportunity to worship the Lord yeah. and and by utilizing the gifts and talents He's blessed us with. Yep. And if you don't feel like you're in the place where He's called you to be, then I would strongly yeah. encourage you to change it. And it's a great form of discipleship. As you know, as a business leader, the average small mid-market business leader in this country has influence over 1,500 people. That's wow. bigger than most churches. Yeah, that is big. And so when you think about that, I mean, my goodness, what a ministry that is. Yeah. So this stuff right here, you know, the, the kind of example uh, that leaders set, you know, like I shared with you earlier, the millennials are watching the leaders, you know, and they're seeing, you know, are they just talking it or are they actually walking it? And we certainly have enough examples of how, the talk belies the walk, right. you know. So uh, my hat's off to you Thank and you. your wonderful organization and what you're doing out there in the community and, and lifting people up and in the organization. Like I said, we have we have had the privilege, and I particularly have had the privilege over six years, to see these kind of businesses and, and see how they're modeled. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really a joy. Yeah. Well, we want to encourage our listeners to connect with you, Marty, and so they can find you where? Well, they can find me on LinkedIn, as I mm-hmm. said. Um and, and through our website is, is another opportunity, um, or call our office, you know, just ask for me. Okay. So. Well, that's Marty Ozinga, and the website is www.ozinga.com. And then we also want to encourage our listeners to text us here at the studio to 224-404-1988. Use that keyword, Ozinga, and we're going to enter your name in to win uh, three prizes that we have worth $25 each. And what are they going to be able to get, Marty? Well, our company store has all kinds of great uh, items. You know, uh, there's a toy truck, and hosing a toy truck on there. There's oh, wow. uh, nice. sweatshirts and hats and T-shirts and all kinds of wonderful hosing swag, stuff. right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, so water bottles, everything. Yeah. You got it all out. <laughs> coffee cups. <laughs> yeah, coffee cups. You got to have a coffee right. cup, right? I mean, that's that's, that's typical, typical construction stuff. Right? You got to have that big thermos of coffee and all that kind of stuff. Hey, well, listen, uh, the other thing, too, is just get out there and see our website at faithmarketplace.com. We have all the podcasts out there for over five years, going six years now, I can't believe it. Uh, we also just have, uh, everything's now starting to be posted up in SoundCloud also, so you can go yep. out there, uh, download that, listen to it, you got some windshield time, you're out in the soccer field with the kids, whatever. I don't want any excuses why you can't listen to this thing out there, okay? <laughs> you can listen, we're all over the place now. Jennifer's got us posted on Facebook, go out and check us out out there. Lots of activity and new stuff we got coming up, so I really want to encourage you to get out there and um, check us out anytime, anywhere, yeah. any place. Jennifer? And if you've been blessed by the show, you know, go yeah. ahead, check us out on, online, and we welcome donations, so yeah. Faithmarketplace.com. Yeah. We definitely welcome that. And anybody that would like to sponsor the show, we, we're always looking for that kind of thing because uh, we fund this thing, so we got to be able to have that. We're going to be back next week at AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.